You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lees. On today's episode, we're going to take a look at the latest box office numbers from this weekend, as well as give our thoughts on Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, as well as Knock at the Cabin. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Audible, for sponsoring this episode. If you're a fan of audiobooks and looking to get your hands on the next popular audiobook, Check out Audible today. Go to audibletrial.com slash Larry21 and get a free three-month trial and free audiobook of your choice. And as always, thank you so much for watching and listening. And now on to our main topic. It must be hard being Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Reviews weren't great, which is fine. So apparently Disney and Marvel Studios were super happy about letting a famous anti-vaccine advocate do as much press as she wants, which really sucks. But along with that stuff, the movie can't even really enjoy opening at number one on the domestic box office charts because Avatar The Way of Water is still the biggest story, thanks to the fact that it has now surpassed James Cameron's own Titanic to claim the number three spot on the all-time international box office charts. It has some work to do to catch Avengers Endgame. Cameron is now in spitting distance of locking out the top two spots. But we're here to talk about the domestic charts. So now we have to briefly acknowledge Ant-Man. It opened to 104 million, so that's good. Vaccines are also good. Not dying from COVID is good. Wearing a mask and getting vaccinated to protect other people as much as yourself is good. As for Avatar, The Way of the Water... It threw $6 million onto its domestic money pile. That's only a 15% drop from last week, which is stunning for a movie that has been out for 10 weeks now. 
So maybe it'll just never stop making money. It'll easily break all of those records. That's what happens. Under those is last week's winner, Magic Mike's Last Dance. Yeah, $5.4 million this week with a $17 million total. Followed by Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, $5.2 million and $166 million after nine weeks. Finishing at the top five is Knock at the Cabin, which bounced up position with $3.9 million and $30 million in its third week. The only other newcomer on the charts is Liam Neeson's Marlowe, which opened at $1.9 million in eighth place. The limited release of Fun with the Public Domain horror movie, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, opened in 12th with a little more than $680,000. So in summary, for the full top 10, Ant-Man at number 1, Avatar of the Way of the Water, followed by Magic Mike's Last Dance. Next up, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Number 5 is Knock at the Cabin. Number 6 is 80 for Brady. Number 7 is Titanic. Number 8 is Marlowe. 9 is Missing. And 10 is A Man Called Otto. Let us know your thoughts on this week's box office numbers. Were you surprised at the results? Is there one movie that you think is doing better than the rest? Doing better than should be expected? Let us know. And now on to today's first review of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Winnie the Pooh is a beloved children's character that has been a part of pop culture for nearly a century. The character first appeared in a series of books published in the 1920s and has since been adapted into numerous movies, TV shows, and other forms of media. However, in recent years, there has been a trend of reimagining classic characters in more adult and gruesome ways. This is precisely what writer-director Reese Frake Waterfield has done with Winnie the Pooh in his new movie, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. In the film, the director recasts Pooh as a cannibalistic killer who has, whose fondness for honey has been replaced by a taste for blood. The movie takes place in the Hundred Acre Wood and follows a group of university students who stumble upon Pooh and his friends only to be gruesomely killed off one by one. This reimagining of Pooh has caused a great deal of controversy, with some arguing that it is disrespectful and inappropriate take on a beloved children's character. However, however I should say, others have praised um, Rake Waterfield for his creativity and willingness to push boundaries. So, we're going to explore the world of Winnie the Pooh, Blooded Honey, in greater depth, taking a look at its themes, characters and production. We're also going to dive a little bit into the controversy surrounding the film and explore the reasons why some people find it offensive. We'll also examine the broader trend of reimagining classic characters in more adult ways and consider the implications of this trend for pop culture as a whole. At its core, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey is a horror movie. However, like many horror movies, it also has underlying themes and messages. One of the most prominent themes of the movie it's the loss of innocence. Throughout the film, they portray Pooh and his friends as twisted and corrupted versions of their former selves. In the prologue, we learn that Pooh and his friends have renounced their humanity and the ability to speak after Christopher Robin abandoned them. The decision is born out of desperation and a desire to survive in the harsh world of the Hundred Acre Woods. However, this decision also represents a loss of innocence. Pooh and his friends were once innocent and carefree creatures. 
their experiences in the Hundred Acre Woods have transformed them into something darker and more dangerous. The fact that they are now killers is a clear sign of their corrupted nature. The loss of innocence is a common theme in horror movies, and Blood and Honey is no exception. Another theme that runs throughout the movie is the idea of friendship and loyalty. Despite the fact that Pooh and his friends have become killers, they still have a sense of loyalty to each other. This loyalty is demonstrated in the way they work together to hunt down and kill the university students. Although their actions are monstrous, there is a sense of camaraderie and friendship between the characters that is both disturbing and compelling. The characters in Blood and Honey are all based on the original characters. However, in the movie, they've been transformed into something much, much darker and more violent. Pooh, in particular, is a very different character than the one that children have come to know and love. Instead of being a lovable and innocent bear with a fondness for honey, he's now a bloody, bloodthirsty killer who preys on unsuspecting victims. Piglet is also a very different character in the movie. Instead of being a timid and nervous pig, He's now a brutal killer who is just as ruthless as Pooh. In fact, Piglet is almost scarier than Pooh because he's so small and seemingly innocent. The other characters, such as Tigger, Eeyore, and Rabbit, are also present in the movie, but they play much smaller roles than Pooh and Piglet. One of the most interesting things about the characters in Winnie the Pooh, Blood, and Honey is the way in which they are portrayed. Rake Waterfield has taken characters that are beloved by children and turned them into monsters. This is a bold move, and one that has been met with both praise and criticism. Some people have argued that it's disrespectful to take such innocent characters and turn them into killers. However, others have argued that it's a creative and original take on the characters that it's both disturbing and compelling. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey was produced on a low budget, and watching this movie you can tell, but despite this, the movie is visually impressive. Rake Waterfield has used visual conventions to create a foreboding atmosphere that is both intense and schlocky. The movie takes place in the Hundred Acre Woods, which has been transformed into a dark and eerie setting. Cinematography is excellent, and the use of lighting and shadows creates a sense of unease that is palpable throughout the movie. One of the most impressive things about the production of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey is the use of masks. Pooh and Piglet are both played by actors wearing masks, and this adds to the sense of unease and dread that permeates the movie. Masks have been used in horror movies for decades, and Frank Waterfield has used them effectively in this film. So now let's get into the controversy, shall we? As we mentioned earlier, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey has been the subject of controversy since its release. Some people argue that the movie is disrespectful to the original characters, and that it is inappropriate to turn such innocent characters into killers. Others, like we said, believe it's a creative and original take on the characters, making it both disturbing and compelling. There are also concerns that the movie is too violent and graphic for children. Although, after watching this movie, I can tell you it's not intended for children, nor is it even... Uh, you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the word? Promoted towards children. Some parents may be concerned about the effect that the movie could have on young viewers. However, it is important to note that the movie is rated R, which means that it's not suitable for children. Another concern that has been raised is the impact that the movie could have on the brain of Winnie the Pooh. The character is a beloved icon, and some people worry that the movie could damage the reputation of the character. However, it's unlikely that this movie will have a significant impact on the brand, as it's intended for a very specific audience. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey is just one example of a broader trend of reimagining classic characters in more adult and gruesome ways. This trend is not new, and there's been many examples of it in the past. For example, there have been numerous movies that have reimagined fairy tales in more violent and disturbing ways. Similarly, there's been many TV shows and movies that have reimagined superheroes as darker and more complex characters. There are many reasons why writers and directors are drawn to this trend of reimagining classic characters. One is that it allows them to explore the characters in new and interesting ways by taking characters that are familiar to audiences and turning them into something darker and more complex. Writers and directors can create new stories that are both familiar and fresh. And another reason why this trend is so popular is that it allows writers and directors to push boundaries and explore themes that might not be possible in more traditional stories. Horror movies in particular are well suited to this type of reimagining, as they allow writers and directors to explore themes of violence, loss of innocence, and corruption in a way that would not be possible in a more traditional story. However, there are also risks associated with this trend of reimagining classic characters one of the biggest risks is that it can be seen as disrespectful to the original characters and their creators. The characters that are beloved by audiences are transformed into something darker and more violent, 
It can be seen as a portrayal of the original vision of the character. This can lead to backlash and criticism from fans of the original character. Another risk is that it can be seen as a lazy way of creating new content. Instead of coming up with new characters and stories, writers and directors are taking existing characters and simply just transforming them into something darker and more violent. This can be seen as a lack of creativity and originality and can lead to criticism from audiences. So before we move on, let us know your thoughts in the comments section below. Have you seen this movie? If you have, what did you think of it? And would you want to see more of these, I guess, beloved characters be turned into horror movies? What would be your next uh, pick for a new horror movie based on these characters? I think for me, I could see... I'd probably go Alice in Wonderland because, I mean, if you re read the original books, the original story, it is very dark. So they can go with that and do a really dark Alice in Wonderland. And now on to our next review of Knock at the Cabin. M, M. Night Shyamalan's Knock at the Cabin feels out of alignment with the filmmaker's catalog of twist-heavy suspense-latent thrillers. Maybe that's because this time he has collaborated with two co-writers, Steve Desmond and Michael Sherman. While adapting the devastating novel The Cabin at the End of the World, it's an apocalypse film that doesn't feel all that apocalyptic. An overall one-note and sometimes muted doomsday scenario. The chamber lock standoff between a cult-like group and a fearful family is occasionally effective, but rarely affecting which doesn't match the bleak tragedy at the heart of Tremblay's story. Everyone is playing their individual parts well enough as a whole, between the same-sex parents Eric, and Jonathan Groff, and Andrew Van Aldridge, their sweetheart of an adopted daughter Wen, and devout captors led by Leonard, played by Dave Batista. The standoff takes place in a rental cabin where Eric and Andrew have a whist when away for some vacation cheerfulness, only to be interrupted by Leonard's crew and informed they have a choice. Choose one family member to die, and in doing so, save the world. Batista ends up being the standout as his hulking conversationalist busting out of his pedestrian button-down shirt. Capable of destructive violence, and yet softly rationalizing through dialogue with the charismatic command of a cult leader. The stalemate tension hinges on Eric and Andrew's disbelief in divine visions, along with M. Knight's ability to maintain, maintain suspense over Leonard's insistence that our world will burn. No sacrifice is chosen. But only Batista's performance is innocent, despite both mentioned elements being guilty of lackluster results. The event, the even temperament of Knock at the Cabin is shocking, even how M. Knight unleashes a brutal heartbreak, remorseless bigotry, plague smiting, and other radically intense experiences. Groff and Aldridge barter for their lives and relationship bliss yet their romantic chemistry burns no higher than a matchstick's flame. Leonard's sidekick invaders, including Rupert Grint's Bostonian ex-con Redman and Nikki Amuka Bird's apologetic nurse Sabrina, never establish enough backstory to give weight to their sob stories when trying to sway the restrained couple towards a decision. Even when Knock at the Cabin deals with complex emotional predicaments and it escalates them on screen, 
they tend to play shallow and hollow. M. Knight's proven himself a fearlessly risk-taking storyteller throughout his career. At this time, he turns through faded motions that should be present as more momentous. Knock at the Cabin is the plain white bread of home invasion thrillers, structurally dependable while lacking in flavor. There's never any instance where the horrors of facing four weapon-wielding strangers draw even an ounce of fear, even with the four horsemen of apocalypse symbolism made evident by over-religious overtones, partly because that's not Leonard's intention, so he states. Eric and Andrew's flashbacks where their queerness is rejected by everyone from loved ones to anonymous bar patrons don't feel as authentically upset cut between the couple's time type imprisonment because there's a tendency to rush these otherwise important character moments. Leonard, Redmond, Sabrina, and nurturing line cook Hardying state their cases as proponents of humankind survival, but their words hit no harder than down pillows. There's an intriguing concept at stake. Sacrifice personal happiness in order to save a world full of monsters. Yet Knock at the Cabin doesn't convincingly or compellingly sell its chosen finale. There are other competencies outside Batista's breaking of typecast chains that shouldn't go unnoticed. Child performances aren't always reliable, but this time... When is a darling addition to scenes because she brings out Batista's warm compassion or emboldens Groff and Aldridge as partners? Cinematographers Sharon Blask and Lowell A. Meyer receptively use their cameras to emphasize the cabin's isolation, sustaining dramatic pauses as the frame looms steadily, heightening uneasiness while we eagerly await for some conflict to erupt. M. Night is no strange to psychological mind games, and dangerous dilemmas, which allow scenes to move smoothly on a functional level from the very minute Batista's harbinger appears in the woods. But little is built upon that. This cabin's got solid bones. It is disappointingly barren on the inside. Knock at the cabin fails to knock the classic cabin in the woods horror methods out of the park. M. Night abides by unfittingly formulaic standards and produces a tonal flatliner despite an arsenal of emotionally targeted beatdowns and prophecy-spouting lambs led to slaughter in the name of blind faith. There's nothing uniquely surprising or exceptionally rousing, which is a shame given the unfathomably dreadful predicament and an interesting turn of a performance from Dave Batista. It's a film without sensation that feels like it's pulling its punches across the board. The development is stunted, ideas lack passion, the camera avoids visible violence before the ending strolls off into the sunset with barely any goodbye. Thematic messages tethered to Old Testament interpretations are lost when the story wraps due to an increasingly stale predictability. As knock as the cabin exposes an M. Night script with surprisingly little to say. So, we're going to give this a 5 out of 10. Let us know your thoughts on Knock at the Cabin in the comments section below. And before we go, give us a thumbs up if you like our video, subscribe to the channel, and hit that bell notification button to be notified when we release new episodes. As always, you can find us on Good Pods, subscribe there, or on all major podcast platforms. And of course, 
If you want to support the channel, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinemagold. As always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.